Welcome to the So Live Podcast. So Live is an educational nonprofit with a mission to make effective, non-toxic cancer treatments more accessible to the public while promoting general health, wellness, and happiness. This podcast is an extension of that mission. Thank you from So Live. Welcome to the So Live Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Shanna Schultz, Executive Director of So Live, and I am joined by two So Live board members, two So Live co-hosts, Tracy Keller and Shanna Kobe. Hi, ladies. Hi. You know, when we started out our podcast, it was the three of us, and yes. we've been, you know, expanding the party and, and bringing in some wonderful guests uh, that we've been interviewing to learn awesome health and wellness practices um, and today we thought, you know what, let's kind of go back to old school, you know, like earlier 2020 when we started the podcast. Yeah. And let's we'll have bring a little... it back early oh, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually 2019, actually. Oh, you're right. It was last summer. Oh, oh my. We've been at this a year, ladies. Let's wow. bring back 2019. Yes, let's please bring back 2019. No, I'm excited about the end of 2020 and 2021 and beyond. So let's too. not put that out there. I really am. Yes. Really Me am. too. So it's, it's us three. We're back. Hi. And we have some stuff we want to talk to you about. <laughs> of course. Uh, first of all, Shanna Covey has just literally flown back in mm-hmm. to Texas today. Yes. Where have you been? I have been in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And for those who have never heard of this, which is probably many, <laughs> it's definitely a place worth checking out. It's so beautiful. It, the weather is a lot better. If you're a Texas native, you know, maybe finding a better place to be in August is nice. I was so fortunate to have Shanna S. visit me for a couple days while I was there. Did, did I convert you? I am a convert. I had never heard of it until Shanna Kobe had uh, actually first uh, told, sent me some pictures from last year when she went. And I was like, yeah, that looks nice. Seems far away. And uh, we got to like 110 degree Texas weather here. <laughs> and you sent out one of your Always Shine Brightly newsletter. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, you were talking about being in Coeur d'Alene, and you're like, and it's 68 degrees here. <laughs> I literally picked up my phone and texted her, can I come see you? Of course. Like, it was on a Monday, and I left on a Thursday, something along those yes. lines, or a Friday. I was yeah. really proud of you for being so spontaneous. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I used to I be really super, was. and I kind of, we're all kind of in this mode of whether you want to look at it survival mode or just, you know, we're just, we're, re- we're really busy and we're really not busy mm-hmm. um, with the, the lifestyle changes with what has been going on in the globe with COVID-19. And it was one of those things to where I realized I have become such a planner that I don't do, you know, spontaneous acts like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I certainly did. And it felt liberating. Yes. It was so exciting to get your email to be like, um, can I still come? Yes. And <laughs> um, I'm going to come this weekend. And so she arrived like three days later. <laughs> And it was beautiful. The weather did it's, not disappoint. The it's on a scenic, lake. Oh, yeah. Water. Wait, can I ask you, how did you find this place? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, I was looking, last year when I was first deciding to do this kind of month-long foray into a beautiful area, my requirements were like, I wanted a quaint Hallmark town in a picturesque place that had nice weather during the summer months. Score. Yes. Yes. <laughs> score, score, score. And I was open to wherever i mean obviously need to be a little bit north and i was in the u i was thinking in the u.s okay um but then my sister-in-law had told me about cordelaine so it's a funny name that kind of sticks in your mind she told me that her aunt got married there in the early 90s and i'm thinking at that time it wasn't as built up as touristy but it was a gorgeous place and by now it definitely is a destination that people know about but as with anything when you first hear a certain word or you know a type of car or whatever it starts to pop up in your awareness so once i knew the name and knew how it was spelled which don't ask me to spell right now i could but (laughs) 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 Um, 
you start to just notice it. And it really, for me, checked a lot of the boxes because though I love like um, the beauty of the rugged mountains, I couldn't see myself being in a small town in a mountain town and going hiking in bear and mountain lion country by myself. So I was like, that's not going to work, though. It has the beauty aspect. This place had the beauty with the lake. It had hiking that didn't have big predators like that. <laughs> but still just as beautiful and I could feel comfortable doing things by myself and not worrying worrying about that kind of thing and when I arrived last year it just like blew my mind and checked all the boxes it had the beautiful Hallmark Street where I mean I, I love Hallmark movies and I was like I want a Hallmark type town and this definitely and has it but, was it's the best <laughs> baskets quaint town has a coffee shop I also wanted the walking lifestyle mm-hmm. so the place I stayed in the same place last year and this year Airbnb, great place, and it's only like a seven-block walk to this main area and a little bit extra, and you're at the lake. It's, yes. Everything is right there. And then you're at the trail going around the mountain. Yes, so I just around walked. Around the lake. Yes, I walked <laughs> out my door, and I just walked everywhere. <laughs> it, it is definitely a destination spot. I have already looked at rentals for next year, so <laughs> she uh, is no longer a secret uh, Shanna getaway. Oh, it is. It's it just is. more than what you Shanna's going to be there. You called me the, the <laughs> serene option and you had to like look into the other option of being like more on the boats and now the party option. But the serene is just what I needed but I did look into the on the water rentals so we could have the boat and, and get out and about and the serene is what you needed too. So yes. what I mean you're, you're up there for a whole month mm-hmm. and you know we, we talk about our health and wellness practices and we're huge advocates of the power of the mind and of course you know, we want to take care of of our bodies as well, but the first thing I thought of when I picture like putting myself in your shoes, being up there for a whole month, is how easy is it to, to tune in to yourself being in that type of environment? Oh gosh, I, I love it. I have a practice of doing that just in general, but my process there was waking up early, as you know, coming with me, and we would go do that hike, and there was a certain spot about the halfway point where I adopted it as my meditation spot, and it was a beautiful like rock like a little cliffside overlooking the lake and so I would be there early enough to where it's still serene you don't have all the boaters out and so I loved it I always took that time to go and do that in the mornings and again like I already have a practice of going within and staying centered but this was just another opportunity to do that in a beautiful scenery but I did I think one of the questions you were asking is like did I notice some stuff like did I notice anything happening like any internal inward change or anything like that and I will share that something that I did notice and I'm guessing this is happening for others and not just for me but I noticed that the energy around manifestation started to speed up meaning you could see it in both directions if you were kind of like having some negative thoughts maybe some negative things could occur but if you had a more positive thought I saw that happening faster Mm -hmm. so a couple of examples I'll start Let's start on the positive side. And actually, before you get into this, are you saying that it was from where you were at, at that place in time, or are we talking about it is COVID um, and the lifestyle changes around that the reason things are speeding up? Um, no, I, I really see that we're in a collective awakening, and basically what I mean by a collective awakening is, in general, is just shifting from fear to love, and I've thought this for a long time, for many years, for like at least nine years that I've been a messenger of that type of information. Mm-hmm others a lot longer and there's a lot of agreement that right now in the times that we're in is a speeding up process and we're like going in we're going from a process of 
that's been kind of heavily fear-based and, and slow enough moving to where you didn't always see the results of that fear. But right now, it's all sort of bubbling to the surface. And so fear is speeding up for a lot of people. I've stayed a lot more anchored throughout this process. I haven't been swept away with kind of where the mass thinking is around what's going mm -hmm. on. And that's just because I have chosen consciously for nine years to see that there's more value in love and peace and joy and things like that and having more power over your mind that I wasn't going to get swept, swooped in or consumed by the narrative that was going on. Right, right, right. But I think in general, as a part of this energy that's bringing things to the surface, so you're seeing a lot of fear be brought to the surface. And that's so we can work on it and we can look at it. And kind of there's a consensus in, in the spiritual world where we're seeing like this is a collective purging that's going on that and it, there's a collective kind of on an individual level and a collective level of like where you're out of balance with these higher qualities is going to be shown to you at a much more faster rate or right. in the minutiae a lot of times maybe you lived your life and it felt more it felt less chaotic more static but now you're you're starting to see like where the world is responding to your thoughts and it's responding to our collective thoughts so there's a lot of that going on but if you're not consumed in the collective thought you still have a lot of sovereignty over what you're creating does this make sense? And it, 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 it is for me, um, actually, I can attest to a lot of what you're saying, <laughs> not to go down that rabbit hole right now, but when, just thinking about your, you speaking of the collective, you know, the first thing that I think of, and maybe many people think of, is that there is certainly a collective amount of fear that's going mm -hmm. around the globe, but I also believe that there's a collective amount of love mm -hmm. that is also mm -hmm. happening, it's just not what is in the media. Right, I you agree. Know, it's just not publicized as much. So how how do we tap into the and be a part of the right collective? Oh yeah, and I think oh, I just sent you down a whole sure. other path. No, but I were, I want to speak to something about what you're saying about the choice for love versus fear, and how there's still so much power, and not only in creating more peace in your individual life and more joy in your individual life, but I heard recently that the energy of someone vibrating in fear versus someone vibrating at a neutral level to above to a higher quality of love joy can that the person that's vibrating at this higher level can offset one person vibrating at this higher level can offset over 750,000 people caught in fear so there's huge I'm so glad you're bringing yeah. this up because from my understanding it does not take as much right. collective love to pull over the yeah other you side. don't have to have the number of people because yes. the energy is exponentially higher so are we talking about the effect shining a light how much easier it is to brighten a space yes. than shining dark yes but that's a great example yes i just yeah. got chill that <laughs> so there's so much power and purpose in and and really regain and keep using this word sovereignty it's just been a big theme for me lately is just regaining sovereignty over where you stand in your conscious choices for how you're seeing how you're operating how you're moving through this world and it will for though right now being in this kind of this more rampant fear or it's more visible in our face it, it if you want to change that and you want to be more powerful in your purpose and in your energy it's it, this is the time to do it and this is the power behind what you can do is you're offsetting those who are caught in fear and that what it's going to do it's going to shift shift the collective conscious so right now for many years we've had the collective conscious be more than a majority set in fear i don't know the exact percentage but it's been a greater majority that's been set in fear and so when the collective conscious has a greater majority in fear that means what's being mirrored back in the form of social conditioning is going to be more fear-based 
And so the collective awakening has always been about at least taking that to 51% love and then onwards yes. and up. And as you move into that majority, then the, the, the mirror back onto the collective will be coming from love. And so all of a sudden, people who are maybe not even consciously on their journey will unconsciously be absorbing from a, a love-based place instead of where it's been unconsciously absorbing from a fear-based place. So it's super important for those who are open and interested in regaining sovereignty over where they're coming from and choosing that, not only for their own individual peace of mind, but for what it's doing for the collective. Okay, I love what you said, choosing that. Mm-hmm. So I want you to talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about some choices you made. Sure. Even when you felt yourself going one direction, mm-hmm. I think sometimes we feel the momentum of going in a certain direction mm-hmm. and we feel like we don't have control right but we are seriously one decision decision away <laughs> yes from switching directions so if you sure can... i have a couple of examples just from this from the month long from the trip and so on this trip like um i was usually when i'm at home i just eat at home all the time and so on this trip i was you know going out to eat doing different things like that and so i guess and there were a couple of times where my mind started to think about like oh i'm really spending a lot of money on food or like even at the grocery store it seemed like to be a little bit higher in terms of like this place i was going to was like wow like i'm really spending a lot of money around food and then i would try to change it but i was changing it from this like scarcity like safety up place like oh i'm going to go to this restaurant instead of getting this one salad that I know costs whatever, I'm going to go cheap and try to get this other thing. And then I'd show up at that restaurant, and the thing that I tried to get that was cheap, it would be like, oh, that's only on the lunch menu. Now we're on the dinner menu. And then everything was more expensive than even the other choice that I was trying to move and away from. And not what you wanted in the first yeah, place. Yeah, not what I wanted in the first place. And it was weird stuff. Even when I went and bought some, I bought some chicken at the store is like oh i'm getting the organic kind trying to you know take tosh james's uh, and not just him but so many people saying to choose organic and so it was like 13 bucks for these like two big size chicken breasts i go bake them at the house have one meal with like a quarter of it and then i forgot to put it up in time so then it was like oh a whole package of chicken just like so these little thoughts were like in my head like why all these like weird things were happening around food like and i was like whoa i just need to get clear like stop freaking out over this and just make your choice of what you want to have and stop like being so obsessive over it and that's what we do we get obsessive and we can we can make our our thoughts obsessive in any direction but let's make them obsessive in the direction that's going to work for us and so kind of those little weird things around food started. so it's not like you're saying that you know just just do what feels it feels good do it what's the old saying but yeah like so maybe you you do want to spend a little bit more money over here and and at that point in time that's going to be the right decision for you but you can even shift your mind to where you're even okay with spending less money over here yeah you can totally and be okay with not, not coming from a place of i'm not getting what i want but instead i'm getting what i want because today i want to save a little money and yeah whatever, whatever. exactly yeah. mine it was just so funky it was like i was like what is this funky stuff that's happening around my food choices (laughs) and so I had to look at it and really that's the key is like when this funky stuff starts to happen or maybe it's happening so long in your life that you don't realize it's funky you were aware yeah I was aware pretty quickly exactly I was like something's off this is very odd and so what you want to do is just look at where your mind is and look at like what's going on with it and then you just sort of iron out that energy so that the little fear ripples start to smooth out and then all of a sudden there's like more space and you can just have more peace and abundance around what you're doing. Yes. And I would say some a thought that kind of manifested in a positive direction was for me, 
I'm typically like, I'm a very routine person, but being in a new area, I'm trying to op- be open to, you know, new experiences. And so one thing that I was saying to myself was, um, I'm willing to be delighted or surprised and delighted in unexpected ways, you know, that kind of thing. So I one day- love that. <laughs> and, and you were talking to me about this when I was vis- visiting. Uh-huh. And so you know, not to say what that, su- I mean, a surprise is a surprise, but yeah. I remember us talking about the fact that you were, you were open to, you know, to making friends up there and, and meeting yeah. people. Um, and, and we had talked about how you had kind of stuck in this routine, which was right for you at the time, uh-huh. but something happened after I left. Yeah, so I, I would typically, I always wanted to go watch the sunset. They're so beautiful there. And sometimes, like when you were there, we went and had a, a picnic off the trail. And a mm-hmm. lot of times I would just go onto the trail, which is sort of you're finding your individual spot to sit down and watch it. And then I would individually just sort of leave. But after you left, I found out that there was this really cool uh, bar, like a walk-up order a drink bar on the floating dock which okay. still had a great view of the sunset so I was like I like Prosecco I'm gonna go get a glass of Prosecco and just sit and watch the sunset and it was in a more social area because this floating dock was a place that people are also going to get a drink sure. whatever but what ended up happening is I befriended I just was chit-chatting with the bartender and right when she closed up they closed kind of right after sunset closed up at eight o'clock and she's like hey do you want to go on a boat ride like right now, I said yes, and I remembered my affirmation. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh and I God. think, and I'm the type of person that sometimes will put the brakes on too fast. Like, oh uh, wait, wait, is this a good idea? Should I do this? Uh, what if I have to go to the bathroom? Where do I go to the bath? Like all these weird thoughts. Like just say yes, and this was like a moment. <laughs> this is like a moment where I was like, and it was the best sunset, one of the best ones I saw. There, super brilliant. And so by the time that. We were on the boat. The sky was still, like, super orange and super beautiful. Oh and so goodness. it was just, like, my point being, I'm, like, walking down to watch the sunset, thinking, being open to what could happen, knowing I'm going to have a fine time, even if it's just me going to have my glass of Prosecco and watching the sunset, but just connecting to that affirmation of being open to it. So I knew to say yes when the moment arose. Right, right. So I was connected to being You're open to being surprised. surprised. To, yes. Yeah. Know, something I've noticed and and when thinking about manif- uh, uh, manifestation, I really get focused on the particulars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a little, I, I notice it becoming more of a control uh, situation with me to where this is exactly what I want, which can be really beneficial <laughs> in manif- when you're manifesting something because you, you want to see it, you want to taste it, you want to touch it before it, it's even there and you even want to be grateful for it. But I have, I've, during this summer, which has been, you know, uh, definitely a life-changing experience for me as well as many others, and there's just been a lot of things coming through my life that were unexpected, Uh, the one thing that I was struggling with is I was trying to control the outcome by saying this is exactly what I don't want to happen or what I I do want to happen. (laughs) The point was is I was so focused on on having the end point in mind and just getting there, getting through whatever I was going through and just getting there. And so something that you just mentioned right now, and I think there, there's time and place for all these different methods. Right. But specifically what you're talking about and, and kind of releasing whatever happens, happens. You mm-hmm. said you wanted, you know, a delightful surprise. You, you, you didn't actually have an, a specific intent right. when you went for that experience. You were open to whatever that was, and it ended up being a really great evening and you made a friend. And when I, I, I started releasing uh, a lot of my control on what I felt needed to be happening in my right. life, that was when I started getting the actual 
relief from the yes, relief. Because the control is a form of fear. It, it, it is. And I, but I also it see the benefit and right. really being specific about yeah, what you want. That's true. As long as you're coming from the right place. And but you can also add to your specifics this or something better. And so that keeps you yeah, open. I love that statement. <laughs> I love that statement too. This or something I, better. I just started finding myself saying, okay, I feel uncomfortable. I'm acknowledging this and, you know, I'm releasing it. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, I know that I'm okay right now with whatever happens. Mm-hmm. I'm actually good with that because I have certain things in mind that I definitely wanted to happen mm-hmm. and hope that didn't happen. Right. And when I was able to take that position and just know, just be open to knowing that whatever was coming to me was the right yes. thing, then all of a sudden... My life got better. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's such a great story because you're the control being connected to the fear and releasing the control, which released the fear, mm-hmm. allowed your energy just to open up so much more. And it puts you in a state of trust, a state of allowance, a state of acceptance. All those are higher qualities and all those are part of self-love too. And so you were just like, okay, you trusted that what was to come was going to be good for you, but you didn't have to control what was to come. And that's, yes. that's a yes. beautiful thing. That's it. Oh, and, and I honestly, it's like thinking back, I'm so grateful. And I, you said this is, you know, a collective awakening and this is a time to purge and a time for change. There is no way I would have chosen to have certain experiences this summer. But had I not, I would have been stuck in this kind of neutral numb zone mm-hmm. that I knew that it was comfortable, but I knew it wasn't quite where I wanted to be. And now I just feel myself kind of being catapulted to a, another level that I'm really excited about so and and a lot of this has to do with me hanging around amazing people like you two (laughs) who have taught me these practices and um also just to throw out some some other tools I've really been uh hooked on Kyle Cease uh he has a really great uh YouTube show that I'll follow and he has you know a a lot of he's a former comedian who's turned into a really helpful guide. I don't know yes, what kind of title yes, I was you listening to him on the way over here today. <laughs> yeah. As he was talking about meditation mm-hmm. and that, you know, we are not the thought. Sometimes we think that we are the thought mm-hmm. and separating that and just letting it be kind of like what you were saying, let it come up and face it, yeah, feel be, it, be with it, be with mm-hmm. it. And then it can have it saying go. But instead, what the tendency has been in the past is we push it down or we pretend mm-hmm. it doesn't exist or, you know, we, we're yeah, we so don't want to feel it, so let's, let's, right. make it, let's, let's hide right. it or tuck it right. back down. <laughs> right. And when we let that thing come up and have it say, and we're like, oh, that's not so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that I just want to acknowledge what you've just shared, Shanna. It's just saying, like, you are using what's happening in your life to grow in these particular ways. You're using it in the exact way it's intended to be used. So I'm just hoping that anyone out there who's listening, who's tuning in, that they may just feel like things are just not going in the direction that they want. This is like life is happening for you, not to you. And to me, everything is meant to be helping you clear this path so that you can come into these higher states of surrender with the ability to still claim what you want. But Mm -hmm. that surrender behind it is a trust, right? It's not the not the control through the fear to get what you want. And so just, again, just people that are out there through whatever you may be dealing with, there's always a way to see it that can lift you up, right? You don't have to stay, you don't have to continue to interpret it in in the fearful way or the, you know, whatever term you want to use, negative, contracting place. There's an expansive option for you. And that expansive option is going to allow 
beautiful energy to flow through you that's always going to be a, from a greater place of peace. And so, again, I just encourage people to use it. And it, I was thinking, too, with the fact that you both are tuning in in particular to Kyle Cease, there are so many people that are sharing this information that can be a mirror for holding holding the choice that you want right so if you're if we were talking earlier about the choice between love and fear Mm -hmm. and maybe you're caught in the fear and you don't see a lot of option for that loving choice seek out these resources and and the two that you you two are drawn to are kyle cease but there's there are many others out there so just figure out what you're drawn to utilize that to kind of like hold the choice that you want to make and that and when you tune into that instead of tuning into where the collective fear is pouring out of so it's you know coming through the media wherever it's coming from it's coming from your facebook feed it's coming from a lot of places another thing to do is to find those sources that can reflect that choice that you want to make and it'll make you stronger and continuing to make that choice for yourself it, it definitely was able to put me in a mindset and and it may have been just for example, let's just say I was having a rough day and I knew what I needed to do, but it just seemed like too much work. I, mm-hmm. I just couldn't couldn't get the, the energy or maybe the courage to, to do it. And I would, if, if you two were available or even if you weren't, sometimes you get really long text <laughs> messages from me, I would, reach, love them. <laughs> I would reach out to, you know, to one of you because I knew that the response I got, and, and this is not that... You don't want to certainly rely on outside sources for your state of happiness or peace, but it was a trigger. It was a positive trigger. I started learning what my positive triggers mm-hmm. were, but I certainly was learning what my negative ones were. And so a, a conversation with you or maybe watching part of um, you know, a, a YouTube video of, of somebody who, who would trigger me in the right way, I remember after those experiences, then I would put some form of whatever tools I learned, I would put into practice and then all of a sudden, my day was so much different than it was a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something I was, at that point in time, willing and able to do on my own. So it's definitely great to have those tools in place, with, you know, individuals or, or audio books, mm-hmm. podcasts, whatever it is you, you listen to. And then the goal is, and this is something I'm getting better at, is being able to be your own trigger. Mm-hmm. So when I start acknowledging uh, things that are coming up, uh, just having that ability to to address it quicker, and mm-hmm. I don't mean hide the pain. I mean no, you real... will actually shift where you're coming from yes. faster. And so I, I I will never not meet you <laughs> ladies, but I have found myself. I don't know if you've noticed, but probably not blowing up your phones quite as much. As love. <laughs> it's not out of a lack of love, but actually out of an abundance yeah, of love of that I've there been you feeling. Go. There you so go. That's amazing. And we were created for relationships mm-hmm. and to be there for each other. And that it is very important, just like what you were saying, we found, you know, certain people that we tune into, it is very important to um, be aware of the energy you're around. Mm -hmm. So when you were choosing to send a text, you know, you can find those people that will help you Mm -hmm. throw your pity party just as well as you'll help. You can find those people (laughs) that will help you go, oh, but look at it this way. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about you know, mm-hmm. so I believe, I, I, I was just reading the other day, I had w- written down this awesome quote, which is everything we're talking about. What if you are not observing reality but creating it? Mm-hmm. And so often we are blaming the world or other people mm-hmm. on why is my life like this? Why is it always, oh, woe is me? Mm-hmm. If you started to track your thoughts and you looked at, at the, your thought processes 
I guarantee if you're creating the same life that you created 10 years mm-hmm. ago, your thoughts have not changed much from 10 right. years ago. Right. So get you a new crowd of people. <laughs> Start listening to a few new podcasts. Yes. A new, you know, that those changes, those shifts will have you shift out of that, that thought process that had brought you into that life that you created. Right. Mm-hmm. We okay. like to say that it was, oh, but it was the person that brought me up or it was this relationship that caused me to be this way mm-hmm. what are you still drawing in the same exact relationship right. so you still you know it's it's a it's a, it's thing. a it, i mean to be responsible for your reality is the as a super Ooh. empowering but whenever you first hear it it can feel overwhelming if you're in a blame mode because you're like, what? I'm responsible for what I've been creating? But it's the most... You don't know what I've been through. Yes. You don't know my upbringing. Yes. It's the most responsible or the most empowering thing is to be responsible for the reality that you're creating. And, there, and there's a lot of depth to that. There's a lot of like clearing out in order to regain more of your free will over what you're, what you're consciously right. choosing. So again, it's just and going back to that word sovereignty too. When we're talking about these different influences that either you're choosing or unconsciously allowing in, is to become really responsible for what you're allowing into your world. It's, this is really just echoing what you were saying, because otherwise you're just letting whatever infiltrate your awareness. And mm-hmm. if it infiltrates your awareness and you're not being super conscious as to what you're agreeing to or not agreeing to, right. you're going to just unconsciously agree to a lot of things that are not going to serve you. And also, sorry, I had a couple of thoughts. Tracy <laughs> go, really go, got go. a couple of thoughts going in me. But when you were talking earlier about thoughts not being yours and that they're just kind of like you can see them as they're floating by, the thoughts are matching up to the vibration that they're a match for. So if you're, you're having a lot of thoughts that you're not very excited about, this is where the shifting of your vibration comes in. That's changing where you're coming from. That, that's exactly what we were talking about in your journey, Shanna, which is, changing from the any of the fearful stuff and coming into the more like loving self-loving and more empowered place that is all of a sudden going to put you at a vibration that's going to attract like it's going to match up with attract however you want to say it match up with things that feel better oh yeah right and i think another i would love to hear what what your thoughts are behind this so often we go in and we try to fix a problem with the, the mental state we already are in mm-hmm. and that is where mm-hmm. meditation comes in mm-hmm. and letting those things come up see them so that they can leave because what you resist will persist mm-hmm. so if i'm no longer resisting that and i get still mm-hmm. and i'm not fighting my my life from a head space exactly versus a heart space mm-hmm. and that's where meditation is why i'm huge advocate i mean my clients that that come to see me now even if they're coming for fitness alone I'm adding in the meditation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, okay, we're not going to address this body without addressing this heart. Right. I agree. And I, just to kind of like share a couple more tools around that would be it's coming into self-love. So if you're not, if you're scared for these thoughts to come up, a lot of times people are scared because they think it's going to reflect a truth back to them that they're unwilling to accept. If you can come to the space and understanding, like whether you can feel it or not, but if you can at least conceptually understand that none of those thoughts are ultimately true about you, you can all of a sudden put yourself in a space, like you're no longer in resistance, denial, or self-judgment. That energetically will put you on a new plane because when you're trying to solve the problem on the same level that it occurred on, you're like arm wrestling it. You're like, this is happening. I don't want that to happen. And it's all on the same level. But as soon, and that's where denial, resistance, and judgment come in. 
And the control And the control, all of it. But as soon as you can shift, like, as soon as you can, like, some of the some of the examples I shared recently in a blog were, like, so let's say something is coming up that you're scared to look at, whatever that thought is. Um, I don't know. Like, let's just say I'm, you know, like, the idea is to say that even though I feel like I want, well, I'm just going to use an example. Even though I feel like I want my partner to respond to me in this particular way, I know and love, I know and love and accept myself. So you're acknowledging that you're in this space of like wanting something to be a certain way, to feel a certain way. But as soon as you say, I love and accept myself, all of a sudden the energy shifts to be open for that thought to be there, but also to float away because you're not resisting it and you're not identified straight with it. So it's like an in-between stage to shift you more fully into self-love, self-acceptance, right. and self-compassion. One of the affirmations you shared with me, which I've really used a lot, is that it's safe for me to experience what I'm going through right yes. now. And, um, and it's just kind of another way to say what you just said, but it's really great to get some of these affirmation lines uh, written down, you know, sometimes people are like, well, I'm supposed to put those all over my bathroom mirror, wherever, <laughs> put, them, right. put them wherever. But for me, uh, over the past few months, I have so many mantras, so many different affirmations that are going through my head. And when my headspace is not right, and I maybe don't feel that I have mm-hmm. the ability to make that shift, at last resort, I just start saying these things and I will get release. That's I will awesome. get relief. And right. they're so powerful. Even if you're like, I don't really believe that right mm-hmm. now. Say it enough times and mm-hmm. it'll become true. In the same way, if you say negative things mm-hmm. enough times, it's going to become yeah, true as well. It. So I those are, say, you'll those live are up great. to the blessing of the curse. Mm-hmm. Choose, <laughs> choose the words wisely. Yes. <laughs> and this just all comes back into regaining your sovereignty and, and regaining, uh, through, that's what the empowerment process is, is in these choices of how you see yourself, these choices of this choosing to do the healing that feels hard and feels difficult mm-hmm. and feels like the last thing you want to do but if there's enough desire to be on the other side of it these tools will make sense to you they'll resonate with you you'll be drawn to what does and you'll put, begin to apply these practices and as you feel that relief you'll be motivated to keep going with it but yeah it's it, it's safe to experience what i'm experiencing it's safe to feel unsafe like that's mm-hmm. a counterintuitive one but it actually that is laying down the energy of resistance. It's yeah. safe to feel unsafe. Yes. So in that state of being unsafe, all you are is feeling resistance, fear. You know, you're just wanting to run backwards. But if you can say it's safe to feel unsafe, that will slowly start to lay down those the energetic barriers that are keeping you from being able to move through it. They're keeping right. the, the the fear of facing that is keeping you stuck in that same energy. So consider using those and consider like it really does come into self-love and self-acceptance and self-compassion and it, it sounds like so cliche but it's because it's true it's most of the times the thing we're fearing something because we're coming from a place of lack a lack of self-love and so as we move through everything that we fear that we don't love or that we won't be loved for just remember though it's never ultimately true because we are the embodiment of love like at That's our right. core we are embodiments of love that's I love, love. love. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so, back to Lane. <laughs> speaking, speaking of love, now I'm not about to drop a big surprise that um, Shanna found uh, her her her, her, her uh, other half there. <laughs> that just got awkward. Um, but you loved making new friends. You loved getting yeah, out. Um, I did. And out, out and about on the boat. And... 
Yeah, I actually went on like three different boats. I was actually about to say this. This is what I was going to throw you out on before I got all awkward with the other scene. Oh, that's totally cool. Was it, I, I think that opened up a door for mm-hmm. more experiences. Now, was it with the same people or was this like just different? Like that, that led into yet another so, opportunity. So the, my, my friend Susan, she's the bartender. She is a super outgoing person. And, you know, outgoing people just like seem to bring others into the fold so oh, easily. Yeah. So... I definitely feel like I was fortunate that I got brought into her fold. And so, like, the first boat ride that we went on was what was with a couple of her friends that had that particular boat. And then she, I kept going down there at sunset and kept meeting her. And she would just say, so this is going on and this is going on. And so, like, you know, maybe we went to dinner after work. And she's like, oh, a couple of my friends are here. So we met them. And then it was the, this past weekend, the last weekend that I was there, she was telling me for that whole week leading up to it, we're having a lake day, we're having a lake day, and I was like, okay, well, what, it, she ended up giving me, like, well, I could have gone to both, but there was, like, two choices, there was the, the lower key option, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> and the more, like, full-on all-day option, so there was a Friday option of, like, hey, we're going out later in the day, right. and then we're going to grab dinner, so I, I did do that, I didn't do the full, Wait, okay, I wanted to know, I didn't do the full like oh even though i guess they could have dropped me off at the docks and don't worry we'll get a full-on action like day out of you here soon yeah i know uh, and i have done that with you like yeah. once oh, yeah. uh, i have witnessed <laughs> and, it, it and then on the last day so there was like a combination so i told you about the gentleman that met me at the coffee shop and, and not love no and then introduced <laughs> himself to me and then and and i wasn't thinking it was such a great idea to just go out on the boat with someone I just met. But since he hung out, he hung out on the docks, he also met my friend Susan, who worked at the bar on okay. the docks. Yeah. And so somehow he saw us together and put it all together. And so on the last day, we ended up going out on his boat, but her, a friend of hers, myself, and... You, you and manifested that, because when we were talking about him, she's like, I just don't feel comfortable you know i just met him i don't really know him i don't know any people he's around it would be different if i had you know friends here that could go out with me mm-hmm. and guess Hello. what happened <laughs> <There's my laughs> friends and you went out on his boat <laughs> and i think my equilibrium is so off like i'm such a not a water person i guess all these boats and i feel like i'm still shifting back and forth <laughs> we just have to get you back on the water again to okay yeah, you'll have to take me out with y'all's boat <laughs> Oh, I love the fact that we've we've got to talk about one of our I say a solo topic. It's really true to the individuals here in the studio. This is something that we're all very passionate about and and something we kind of drop into each of our episodes, but today was just full blown power of the mind manifestation and some really great tips by by Shannon and Tracy and, and, and myself <laughs> from, from oh my just goodness, my yes. own personal experience and that's what that's what the podcast is for so that we can share our personal experiences and best practices and then those great ones from from other individuals as well so I, I'm really grateful to have this circle and for everyone who's listening, you know, get your get your tribe, get yes. your circle. And if you don't have one, or if you want an extra one, we're available. We're available, uh, that's, that's and you can manifest for. to you know manifest right. and be open you and you know it. just like look whatever you're looking for. If you're looking to draw in people that are at you know, a more positive level than maybe you're currently hanging out with, we'll just set that as an intention. Be open to what unfolds. Oh, yeah. If you're trying to manifest a boat trip, I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> just stand next to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, uh, thank you so much for, for well, not only inviting me up to, to spend a little time. Tracy was also invited. Yes. It just didn't work out with her schedule. But for sharing your experiences uh, along the way, but here on the podcast as well. I'm already putting the intention in for next year. Good. Well, it's going to happen. Good. It will I absolutely it. will happen. Love it, love it. Have love a solar meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Air quote. <laughs> All right, ladies. Until next time, there'll be more of the three of us together and uh, with many other great guests. We'll see you next time. Thank you all. Thank yes, you. thank you. So Live takes a holistic approach in that mind, consumption, and movement is your strongest ally in creating the mental and physical wellness you desire. Join us on this journey of sharing the best tips, insights, and expert advice we've come across. Thank you from So Live. For more information, go to soliveinc.org.